So welcome to today's episode. Uh, we got Shivali Patel from Helium 10. Um, very, very great to, to have you here um, talking to me today. I try to um, give you a little bit of, a, of an idea what I think is super important for our sellers right now because we are now in June. I know nobody thinks about the end of the year, but you know it's it will be coming and big sellers have already their products out you know believe it or not but they have their products already out they're already on there and you don't you don't really see them but they are there so i talk about seasonal products which come for example um late christmas and they're late q4 or as well summer products or on the other side of the world in australia maybe now winter time so we have seasonal products and we need to understand their data and shivali is the expert as well in there and can, you know, she has the Helium 10 um, back office and can see maybe even more than us. So please, Shivali, tell us a little bit more about, about what are you doing at Helium 10 and what will you present to us today? Absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on, Omar. I am here to really provide the most value to you as a new or established Amazon seller. Helium 10 really does have tools going all the way from product research into keyword research, operations, marketing, and so forth. So regardless of where you are in your journey today, we will be covering Cerebro and Magnet, which are our keyword research tools. But definitely know that there's a lot more that Helium 10 can offer. And so at any point when you're going through our tools, there's always learn button. So regardless of what I'm covering here today, or if you're interested in a different tool, there's absolutely ways for you to understand how to, how to utilize that tool to your advantage. As for me, my name is Shivali Patel. I'm a brand evangelist with Helium 10 and I spread the gospel of Helium 10. I show you basically what you can do with Helium 10 to have the most capabilities inside of your business. I did start selling on Amazon a couple years back and I sell both digital and physical product. So I am, I do have some skin in the game and I understand what it means to actually use these tools. I actually started off using manual tactics. I've used other platforms. So I am not biased. Uh, I'm not coming from a biased standpoint when I say Helium 10 really does offer incredible tools to to your advantage. And so let's kind of jump into it, right? We can, I'm going to go ahead and share my screen. Great. And we'll talk a little bit about Amazon UK. So I'm currently on the Amazon UK platform. And I just want to point out that anytime you are doing your research, you need to think about which market you are going to be selling in. So if I want to sell on the UK market, that is the platform I'll want to take a look at. That is where I will want to take a look at my data to actually drive my decisions. So if I were taking a look at the Amazon German market, or that's where I want to sell, then I would go to Amazon Germany. But for now, for the sake of this example and this demo, we're going to be inside of the UK market. Now, Omar did mention that we want to focus on seasonal products. So currently it is June, if my time doesn't escape me. Yes, it's the end of June. And let's say we're interested in maybe Christmas, in the Christmas market, right? I can start taking a look at something that's Christmas related. So maybe I'm interested in um, a Santa Claus ornament. Wow, that's... Uh... Super. This, you know? 
Yeah. Um, Santa Claus, you, you know, you said seasonal, I think about Christmas and Santa Claus ornament. So this only has about 101 search volume. As you saw, when I was typing things in, I immediately have access to some keyword information via the Chrome extension. And this tells me if I'm typing in something, it'll show me any keywords that are related. If it has something after it or before it, or even using smart complete, what people are typing in or Amazon suggestions, you'll be able to see that. But let's just go ahead and take a look at this. This might not be the market I want to take a look at when I'm actually going into Cerebro. But mm, as you can yeah, see exactly, here, yeah. yeah, it's 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 quite, they're all China-based. You know, you don't have a lot of information really happening here. Um, let's, let's actually go into the Christmas tree. But then again, you have to remember that we are taking a look at this in June. This isn't really peak Christmas season. So I'm just going to type in Christmas here and, and see what's coming up. Yeah, you have Christmas decorations. Maybe let's go yeah, into Christmas at, decorations because there's at least a bit higher these ones, you know. Yeah, four thousand search volume at least, uh, and then we have over nine thousand results. So you can see that people are already kind of on there. You have some newer things. You have the seven foot inflatable Christmas tree, dwarf dolls. So for this demo, the first thing I'm going to do is try to figure out, well, which of these products do I really want to even take a look at for keywords? So that's really what we're doing here right now. We're just trying to find something that's seasonal that we will be interested in doing further keyword research on. So Omar, do you see anything here? I mean, this is really live and, and off the cuff. We haven't pre-planned this. So Anything you see here that you want to kind of jump into? Yes, 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 yes. Get get the one the the, the these bub these bubbles. Uh, these bubble. balls, the Christmas balls. balls? Bu bubbles. Why are they called bubbles? Here they have them. They have one hundred and five oh, pieces. Yeah, this ones. These ones. Yeah. Yeah. This bubbles. is a China-based seller. So yeah. maybe they're just. Yeah. yeah you know. The yeah. Then, then, of... Yeah. Then we can talk about the localization straight away. I think you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think this is a okay. great point on localization, right? So okay, you we know, see some things seller, here. Yeah. Typically, yes. Yeah. They they have good reviews, which which means that they're probably making sales. Now, something you will want to keep in mind is absolutely what Omar said: localization for your languages. But also when you are doing these searches for keyword, you will want to be inside of a main keyword. So for us, maybe we want to take a look at Christmas balls, uh, Christmas ball ornaments. So let's go into that first. So it's a little bit more niche. And see here. So we have, these don't have the most Strange. search volume um, because we just have been working on one of these you know that's why i'm mentioning them actually mm -hmm. check out this so i i just clicked to the yes, graph exactly. icon exactly that's the that's the that, yeah seasonal. you can see that there's a little bit more of a peak right because it's seasonal and so you'll so want to make sure yeah sorry yeah no you're good you're good I'm just trying to, because this is something that is way in advance, right? We're going to have a little bit of difficulty finding maybe the keyword for the actual sub niche. But that is why this, take take a look at this. This one peaks to 6,000 when you have Crazy. your, yeah. So right now, sure, it's maybe 89. You have 60. It's, it doesn't look that hot. But all of a sudden, if you're looking at the historical data for this, it is jumping to 6,000. So maybe this is one of those words that we will want to take a look at. We're looking at Christmas balls and let's go ahead and select that. This is one place that Chrome extensions is helpful for seasonal products. Definitely. But okay, we see, we see some different colors here, right? 
we have a package of different colored items. Let's go ahead and open up the Chrome extension and click X-ray to get that 10,000 foot overview, just so we can figure out, well, which of these maybe do we want to model our product after? So let's say we want to go a little bit higher in um, the pricing. Maybe we, let's see what we have here. We have this one, it's at about 10 pounds. You have your, so this is a little bit lower, right? In price range. I don't know if you normally do uh, a cusp on the, the minimum or the maximum when you are looking for a product. But if that is yes. something that you're looking at, this, you know, this might not be the greatest, sure, sure. but it's okay. You know what? It's manufacturers what we're this. looking at actually, you know? Yeah, let's, let's run with this. Uh, just so you can get a feel for how to find those seasonal products. As you saw, we went into keywords. We took a look at the historical information. And then what you can do is once you have a main keyword, you can open up X-Ray, start to take a look at which ones you might want to model your information after. So of course, you'll want to take a look at, is it profitable? Can you find a supplier on Alibaba? And will it still be green after you actually have that landed cost? Can you differentiate? Yes, you're thinking about all these things. But once you start taking a look at keywords, right, what then? So here we're going to go ahead and select these, these red ones. Um, you can see the revenue is really not doing great. But if I open up the sales graph and I click all time, what do we see? Okay, wow. so this one was yeah. newly established 2022. Okay, so let's see if we can find some other ones here. This is why historical information is so important in seasonal products. This one's also not well established in that way. So let's go ahead and just open these up for now. But when you're looking at X-ray, you will definitely want to go through and take you, a look at the historical you know what, information. You, sorry to interrupt you. You know what? Um, can you go back to the uh, Co UK to the Amazon page? Because what I believe the, why we why we don't see everything is um, because we didn't change the address on top, you know, deliver to the United States. This one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we, gotcha. should, we, okay. should, put, we, we should put a UK postcode in UK. there. UK. Uh, yeah, UK All right, postcode. good point. You, um, don't change the country. Just get get the postcode in there. Um, ah. UK postcode. I will, uh, I, no I will UK need postcode? To... It's a hard one. It's, it's, uh, yeah, they are very, uh, even though I would, uh, I know how they look. Yeah, just copy one of these. All right. And then it should be, it should give you even a bit of other, other data. I really missed this one. There we go. All Perfect. right. So here we go. That's a good point. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, this, this is because, you know, when you deal a lot with the international markets, then you, mm -hmm. you actually, you see that there is a lot of sellers. For example, um, if you're from US account and you, you check out, products in the UAE or you check out products in the European Union, most of them, mm -hmm. they don't deliver to the US. So um, you would actually miss out on these, you know? Yeah. It's true. These are solar fairy lights. Let's not do that. So this is the Christmas decoration. So let's go back into Christmas balls here. Okay. I would even go for these these paper balls there, you know. They they look they look like cost these zero. Ones? Yeah, yeah, and and profit a lot. So Okay, so let's let's open that up inside of Cerebro, okay? So that way we that can take a look at Yeah. And you can filter these results down. So let's say we only wanted to focus on the paper style ones. We can put in title keyword search, click apply filters. You can see that there's only one on this 
specific uh, keyword. But even then, let's go ahead and open up Cerebro so we can at least start talking about some of these filters here and how you can utilize them when you are taking a look at a specific niche. So when we're opening up the paper lantern style ball for the Christmas tree, you can see that we are, first of all, inside of the UK marketplace. So you want to make sure that it's lined up to that marketplace. And then you have access to a number of filters because of course, you might have specific things that you were taking a look at. Uh, and here for the single product search, of course, with 503 filtered keywords, it might be a little bit easier to actually go through and identify the keywords that are uh, close to your product that you want to sell. But if you have thousands, right, then you might not have all the time in the world to narrow those things down. And that's where these filters really come into play is then you'll want to maybe go in and type in, okay, I want longer tail keywords, keywords that are more relevant to my space. Because if you have something that is only a single word, you only have, you know, paper or balls, it's not going to show you the specific item that you're looking for. You might end up spending too much on uh, pay-per-click advertising if that's where you're looking for keywords for, right? And you need something that's a lot more specific that has consumer buyer intent. And that is why maybe you want to put in a minimum of two for word count. You want a search volume of, let's say, because this is a UK marketplace, you might see there's a little bit lower search volume, yeah. but even then, uh, what do you recommend? Is there a search volume you have in mind? I would I would go like yeah something like 150 or something not maybe not more you know all right. So a minimum of 150 searches happening every single month that people are typing in and saying, hey, like, is this product there? Again, if these are seasonal products, you will have to be really cautious because sometimes you can have a search volume that looks a little bit lower. And then if you take a look at the historical data for it, if you go into all time, you'll see that it's a lot higher for that particular time that something is is peaking. So that is where you will want to uh, be really cautious. You also have your organic rank. So maybe you wanna find uh, which keywords is this ASIN actually ranking between positions one and maybe 34, all right? So then you're seeing which words are super relevant to this product and how they're making their sales. You can see that even then their keyword distribution is quite split. You only have 11 words for their paid advertising. Meaning now if I actually went in and I clicked match type and I went into their sponsors and I clicked apply filters, I could actually reverse ASIN or reverse search their entire sponsored campaign strategy. And then if I want to hijack that, I can absolutely go through and make that my campaign. Or if I say, you know what, they're doing terrible in sales. Let me not use these keywords. You can absolutely do that as well. You have phrases containing. So if I wanted to go in and let's say this one is paper honeycomb balls, and I wanted to spe spe specialize in the honeycomb style, I could put that in. Or I could say, all right, I am going to differentiate by having these paper style ornaments, but not make them honeycomb style. I'm going to go in with a snowflake style, or I'm going to go in with a different version. Then maybe I want to exclude those and I can type in exclude phrases containing honeycomb. You have your Amazon choice. So any products that maybe this uh, particular product has the Amazon choice badge for, I would be able to hone in on those. You also have your uh, number of competing products. So number of competing products is going to tell you 
basically this information right here. So this one for Christmas balls specifically has 50,000 results. That is a lot of competing products that are not ranking, but even indexed for that one keyword. And so what I'm going to want to do is narrow it down and maybe say, all right, I only want to find uh, competing products of a maximum of, of 2000 or 400, you know, whatever the the case may be for you, you will want to go in and specify. You can do title density. Title density is a really great marker for indexing and, and ranking for a specific keyword. It's going to tell you how many products on page one for a certain keyword actually has that keyword inside of the title, which allows you to rank a lot easier. Now you need to keep in mind with a seasonal product, this can vary because if you have someone that's trying to maybe target to additional themes, for example, not for this, um, like we found this in the Christmas section, but this could also be for birthdays, right? And that's what they've kind of tried to do here. You have your birthday, summer, outdoor decorations, and that is going to vary. So maybe somebody's inputting in a uh, a keyword and then taking it out. So you might not always find these. This is something when you're re-optimizing your seasonal listings, this is something that you can take a look at and find those. Use this filter to maybe say, all right, I only want to find keywords that uh, there's only two products on page one that are utilizing it. And so you can start to find these keywords that not everyone is utilizing inside of their title. But if you can find the relevant ones as you're re-optimizing, you can stay at the top for different keywords throughout the year if it is something that you're utilizing uh, that is a seasonal product, but you're trying to keep it marketed if you have inventory leftover or something like that happens. You have your Cerebro IQ score, which is just a ratio of your search volume with your competing products. You have your search volume trends. So if you're trying to find something that is starting to hike up or maybe even diminish, then you would be able to use that for a percentage. Your sponsored rank. So any keywords that this product is running sponsored ads for. And then you have your Amazon recommended rank. So any keywords that Amazon recommends that this product actually rank for. And then I have access to the ABA top three ASINs total click share. You may or may not have access to this depending on the plan that you have. But if you do, I'll tell you which three ASINs are the most clicked on for these keywords. And then let's say you end up seeing something like you have a 66% uh, click share with 100% conversion share. You could look at that one of two ways, right? You could say, all right, well, these three ASINs are absolutely dominating the market. And I might not have the best opportunity to rank for this keyword. So I'm going to want to find those opportunity keywords where I can actually, maybe my competitors aren't ranking for, but I can actually generate the conversion share because they're not there. Or you could look at it the other way and say, all right, well, maybe there's a 80% click share rate, but 20% conversion share. Well, what are they doing wrong, right? They're, they're not allowing their consumer to feel understood. So you can kind of go in and analyze this data uh, as you see fit based off the niche you're in. I, you know, honeycomb ball decorations is a very new market to me. And so I want to spend some time actually going through this and figuring out. Now, let's say what happens if I'm taking a look at several competitors, right? We were just looking at a single ASIN search inside of Cerebro. Well, let's go in and maybe add in some additional keyword, not keywords, product IDs. So here we have the honeycomb ball decoration specifically. You see that this one is the time to sparkle 12 pack tissue paper honeycomb ball. They're doing 7.6K in revenue. 
I wonder if they spike during Christmas time. They do. Same. Yeah. All right. Same, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. So this one, you know, we're we're finding a newer product here that's doing some revenue month by month, but it is the same product. So let's go ahead and select several of these. And maybe this one. So I selected four. And you want to keep in mind that the first product you select when you're going through X-Ray is going to be your main seed keyword is what we call it. I'm going to go ahead and click Run Cerebro and it'll pull those ASINs in for me. And you'll see that you have access to some additional filters once you actually have multiple standard identification numbers inside of the search bar. All right, so as you can see, you already have some additional ones. Like for example, you have ranking competitors count, which is going to tell me outside of my first ASIN, how many of the remaining ones actually are ranking for a specific keyword. You can see we already have more keywords than before. We had 500 before. Now we have 1,293 filtered keywords that these products are either organically ranking for, sponsored rank, or Amazon recommended rank for. You have, if I put in, let's say, a minimum of two for ranking competitors, it means at least two of the ASINs I inputted are showing up for the keyword that is listed in the results section. If I have competitor performance and I say, okay, I want a maximum of five for competitor performance, that means at least uh, a couple of these are not always a couple, maybe one, maybe two are ranking for, but not all of these ASINs are ranking for. So the higher your competitor performance score is, let's say you have 10 out of 10, that means all of your ASIN, competitor ASINs, are ranking for a specific keyword. This is helpful if you wanna narrow down your top keywords in a different way than just using our one-click filter. Our one-click filter will automatically input some filters for you and help you identify those keywords that most of your competitors are using. Opportunity keywords are just maybe some of them are using, but not all of them, because overnight these these products are not going to change their strategy, right? Those sellers are not going to say, oh, you know what? Somebody did a search on Helium 10. I'm going to start using it tomorrow. It's just not going to happen. So you can find those opportunity keywords. And what I recommend doing is use these filters to find words that are in demand that are going to um, allow you a good combination of top keywords as well as opportunity keywords. And test really what works for you. You have your competing number of products. Uh, and then you have your advanced rank filter one and two. So what do these mean? If I say, okay, I want a minimum of one to two of these ASINs ranked between one to position maybe 40, right? And then I clicked apply filters. It's going to show me all those keywords, which for us in this case is only 21 filtered keywords are... Uh, two of our ASINs that we listed of the four are showing up in the first 40 positions. So here I can start to open things up and say, all right, is this something I wanna market my product for? And check this out, this is a gender reveal ball. This is completely different. And this is the importance of opening up your keywords because you will not wanna utilize this necessarily unless you somehow are marketing your honeycomb style as the differentiating factor in this gender reveal ball, right? But check this out. This is what I was talking about. You have your 74% click share with a 100% conversion share. And this is not showing me any data. So these products uh, must be super low typically in search volume for the time being. But yeah, you will want to take a look at 
these click shares and conversion shares if you have access to them because it does give you some very unique information. If I scroll all the way to the right, you'll see actually all of the information that you were taking a look at up top at the bottom. But like I said, those filters are really just to help you hone in on those things quickly. If I take a look at my relative rank, relative rank will tell me where I'm ranking based off of the other ASINs I, I put in. So for example, my first ASIN that had that 7.6K revenue is actually ranking in much lower than these other two ASINs here. So what is this? This is the yeah, blue paper decorations hanging, but the product we are looking at is multicolored. So that would make sense. Let's go ahead and clear these out and just take a look at some of these other relative ranks here. Yeah, so check this out. You have, if I hover over this one with the relative rank of one, this product, the, the first one, honeycomb bulb decorations, it's ranking product in position one and it's relative rank number one. So all of my ASINs are ranking for it in the top 10 positions. So maybe this is a keyword that I will want to include inside of my actual listing optimization or even in my PPC campaigns. What I would then want to do is go in and click add to my list and click create new folder. If I don't already have one, if you do, great. Then you have, give me a second here. All right. So you have, let's see. Ball decorations. Okay, so I'm gonna click save. And then when I click the ball decorations, then it's going to add this keyword to the actual decor. I can also go through and select any of these other ones. I mean, you will really want to use these filters to go through and narrow these keywords down. And as you do, you can start compiling that list together. Now, this was Cerebro. You will want to take a look at Magnet as well. And let's say that this honeycomb ball decorations was a keyword that I wanted to take a further look at. Maybe I want to find additional keywords that are related to this. Then I could go into Magnet and then select Honeycomb Ball Decorations and select it, click Get Keywords. And what this will do is it will do keyword for keyword research. So I'll find the keywords that are related to the specific keyword or key phrase. And you will be given a lot of similar information and similar filters. So you can absolutely go in and utilize this. These are very similar to the other columns that you saw inside of Cerebro. And you might be thinking, well, what's the point if they have the same filters? Well, the thing is, is you don't always have access to all of your competitor ASINs, right? You might not know which competitor ASINs you want to model it after, or maybe you're just in the initial search uh, or browsing area of your Amazon journey. So here you can take one keyword and start to find those related keywords and even go into sort of that rabbit hole of, well, which keywords or which product idea do I really want to run with? You can go in and find similar keywords and open them up, take a look at them, see if they're relevant. If I know that I already want to go with the honeycomb style, like I said, if you have something that really stands out to you, just go ahead and type it into the phrases containing area. One column that I didn't cover yet that I think is super interesting is the CPR number. 
And the CPR number is going to tell you how many products at a discounted value you need to give away over eight days to actually rank uh, on the top of page one over after those eight days. So if I have something that let's say is if this one's only eight, then after every single day, after I only have a single unit, maybe I'm running pay-per-click ads, I can pause my campaign, save some money, and I'll still rank at the top of page one after eight days. So super interesting number to look at. Even if you're not doing that, great to kind of identify how long it might take you to rank. Because if you have something that is a lot more uh, heavier for CPR number, then it will take you a little bit longer to rank for. But then again, this is not entirely relevant tissue paper, right? you are looking at the ball decorations. And so tissue paper isn't even something that I would necessarily want inside of my keyword list. Once you have some keywords inside of Magnet, the same exact principles apply. You go in, you click add to my list. You can create a new list if you want. Mine says, I don't know what happened or why it logged me out. <laughs> but let's, let's let me go in and <laughs> reconnect. It's happening All right. sometimes, happening to me as yeah, well. Yeah, I'm not sure why it did that. But hopefully that's a good understanding. I feel like I did cover all of the filters. So when you're definitely, going in and you're, definitely. and you're taking a look at it, that is what you will want to keep in mind. You can go through those filters, start to identify what is most relevant to you, what's actually being searched for. Take a look at the historical information if it is seasonal. And then something I will mention is let's say it's too late for you to actually prep for that seasonal product. What you can do is let's say right now, maybe it's November and I really wanted to prep for Thanksgiving. Then what I can do is I can go into Amazon and click my Chrome extension and click the second tab down, which is X-ray top keywords. Um, not x-ray top keywords, one more level down, level three, ASIN level grabber. And you can export that data. So that way for next year, you can always have all of that information ready to go. You have those keywords that are really doing well, those, those products that are really doing well, uh, prepped in advance. So that way you know what's coming and you won't have to do as much. You will be able to know what keywords are going to be focused on or what products will be doing well when that time of year comes back around. Wow, that that was a lot of information, and I'm hundred yeah. percent sure. You know, uh, you know, everyone who's watching this will be behind and stop and and checking how you did it because there is different ways how to do it. And I mean, you obviously, you know, helium ten backed up. It's it's you learning all day long with it, uh, same as us as well. Um, I mean, I don't work for helium ten, but still, we're 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 we love this tool and we're we're all day long at it. And what you as well mentioned is especially for the seasonal products. I mean, apart from the other products is know your data, you know, and this is what you said very well, Shivali, know your data. And you have this brilliant tool from Helium 10. You can, you can just, you know, everything is at your fingertips. You just need a bit of time. Watch these type of videos. Uh, there is more, there is not only Cerebro and, Mag uh, and, um, and Magnet. There is other videos, which, which really breaking down every single point, how you search for products and how you look for example, today for seasonal products, because seasonal products are so important. And, you know, while we were talking, and this is not, this is, as you said, this is live, you know, so we're not just, you know, I, I found out these balls there, these, these, these strange uh, um, party, party Christmas balls. I don't know. We found actually now a seasonal product, which you can as well use for the rest of the year. That, that's amazing. So that means it will make you money for, for, for the sea, for the festive season. And it will be money throughout the end of the throughout of the whole, the whole year, so you don't even have to pull it out of the 
um, of the stock on Amazon. You can just leave it on there. So this is, for example, something I really enjoy when I'm doing these type of calls or when I'm doing a research, these are these type of products. And it's really, uh, it's not very often that you find them like uh, straight away after 10 minutes, you know? So really, uh, I really enjoyed it uh, speaking to you, Shivali, today. And yeah, amazing. Thank you. Likewise, I'm glad you found value in it. And hopefully those of you watching do as well. Make sure you play around with these tools because that is really how you learn. And Definitely. like I said, there's always the learn button if you feel like you didn't uh, understand fully how to use any of the filters. Exactly. Thank you so much, Yvali. Have a nice day. You too.